0: everybody to post pro res welcome to post pro res with wei ting i have taken over the show it's all going to be my opinions on uh, all japan pro wrestling noah the stardom grand prix dragon gate tokyo joshi pro it's only going to be my opinions from this point forward i have hijacked the show from john pollock and you know what, uh, just to kind of uh, be nice, I brought WH along for the ride,
1: too. How are you doing, WH? Wait, what? what's Ting doing on this show? I, <laughs> I was expecting John Pollock, you know? Shout out to John Pollock, MDK, right?
0: John Pollock, he, he and I knew recruits into the MDK gang, courtesy of Brandon from New Jersey and Nick Gage. Yes, uh, the, the, the cameo that has taken over the nation here. In fact, making news on Fightful for his comments about the pacemaker, Chris Jericho. Um, So, yeah, if you haven't seen it, everybody, go check it out on uh, either our, our social medias or Brandon from New Jersey social media. A custom message from Nick Gage to us, John Pollock and Tang himself. How much money does that Brandon
1: make? Well, I don't know. How much do UPS drivers make? I don't know. He must be getting some good money. Like he, he's always talking about spending money. You know, what, you know what he just bought? He just bought like the absolute edition of Jack Kirby's Fourth World, which is a massive tome of like Jack Kirby goodness. I have it myself, but I got I got a staff discount at the store. He paid full price, I think. So like, I don't, this guy sw- and he's getting you cameos? The hell! I mean, a
0: cameo for Nick Gage, I just looked it up. is only twenty five bucks. Okay, so oh, you don't exactly never mind.
1: <laughs> never rich. mind that. Never mind. But, he couldn't. He couldn't shell out for, uh, I don't know, Dave Batista or something like that. What a cheapskate! Yeah, now I'm not that impressed. Actually,
0: it's only twenty five dollars here, huh? That's if like you, that's basically. Uh, you think Nick
1: Gage would charge more? I would think he would charge more.
0: Well, after next week, we, we shall see. But I feel like we've already run off enough of the people who typically listen to Post Pro Res for, for uh John Pollock's takes. Everybody, John Pollock. For for those of you who only listen to Post Pro Res, he's been having a hell of a week. Okay. His hot water heater broke, uh, and from that comes a whole litany of things, especially when you have two children to raise. Uh, a, a little girl teething, first three teeth in little Evie's life, on top of having to deal with this hot water issue, structural damage to his place, and who knows what else. His whole world is falling apart. And so at like seven a.m., 7 p.m. Thursday night, everybody, I rarely, 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 I almost never, ever get a text from John or a call from John, phone call from John. He called me. He called me today and says, is there a... Ch-? I, first of all, I thought he was going to call me to talk about the Nick Gage thing. So I was like all ready for like a <laughs> oh, fun conversation here coming up with John Pollock. No, it was a very somber John Pollock who had to tell me that. He, he, the next big thing has happened with his in regards to this water heater issue. He didn't even tell me what. And so he asked me to take over um, just to lead this pros pro res today with WH Park. So I'm only here to serve up these topics and these notes that John Pollock has already worked so hard to type up here. And uh, you are going to get, of course, your expert analysis as you expect from WH Park. Is that okay with you, WH?
1: Yeah, we can also talk about Kang. No. <laughs> That's our,
0: usual, that's our usual Thursday lineup here for MCU later. But, you know, the MCU is taking a bit of a break right now. So we're here to talk about the next, I mean, the closest thing to Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. It's Japanese wrestling, isn't it? Uh,
1: sh- sure. You're, you're <laughs> completely correct about that way. And I, ha- I have nothing else to add to that topic except I completely 100% agree with you. You see my right. tweet? You know, you just see just the, before we get into the Japanese wrestling. Did you see? I I tagged you in the tweet of like someone went and like time coded right the the finales yeah. to both one division and fucking Loki and yes. at twenty seven thirty of the each finale, like they match like the Scarlet Witch becoming fully empowered to when like Kang or He Who Remains says it's happened. We've crossed the threshold that that. And here is the thing: I made fun of that because I watched. I went. As soon as I saw that, I fired up my Disney Plus. I went to twenty seven thirty of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay, what happens then? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> it's just him yeah, talking but, to yeah, the thing. Yeah, but WH
0: w- WH are you sure they didn't go back and re edit it? You know, or did you make sure that all the sparkles and the, the, the they didn't add a special spec that might be Doctor Strange in there?
1: No, because the, I'm not re-edit? a fucking loser. So I didn't do that actually.
0: Yeah, you know? but you did go back and double check to make sure that this because
1: I had to make a funny tweet making fun of this. So I, I couldn't do that without doing some research. I doing research and checking your, you know, check dotting oh, your eyes, crossing your T's is not the same as checking. ooh, Oh, is there some added sparkle? Maybe that's Dr. Strange's cape in the end of the finale. I don't know because I have no life, uh, you know?
0: You know, it's uh, if if only people would would maybe give so much scrutiny to you know professional wrestling, um, and maybe some of these events that we we're about to talk about do deserve that level of scrutiny. As I try to steer this uh, shit back the way John Pollock would, of course, let's start things off. Wh with New Japan Pro Wrestling, a lot is happening this coming several weeks in New Japan, starting with the lineup for Wrestle Grand Slam taking place. This Sunday, as I should have brought it up right here before uh, doing the show. But uh, anyway, WH Park, uh, very quickly, um, before we maybe get into the full card, I have it right here. Trust me. Shall we start from the opening match here? We have a King of Pro Wrestling 2021 match and a New Japan Rambo with handcuffs, WH. Um, tell us your prediction.
1: I feel this match is already handcuffed by the inclusion of the King of Pro Wrestling meme comedy bullshit gimmick match uh, stipulation that's added to it, and then they're gonna number of entrants will be announced at a later later date. You know how it's all like meant to be comedy shit. I I hope it's just one wrestler wrestling himself with handcuffs on, and that would be Toriyano.
0: Ooh, okay, that'd be an interesting match. Um, Hmm, wrestling himself with handcuffs on. Hmm.
1: With handcuffs, what does that mean? Like, everyone's wearing handcuffs? I have no idea what this fucking means. I have no idea either. And, you know,
0: I'm somebody who really has a, like a sick curiosity when it comes to like some of these uh, um, strange Toriano gimmicks. I will be interested. Yeah, I'm not going to say I'm not interested. I am interested to see what they do. And not for one second do I expect the match to be any good, though. And unfortunately, um, this is a promotion where I think people have less of a tolerance for the goofy um, so I I don't know if this is really catering to the fan
1: base. Um, I don't even know why you're gonna do something like this and make the show longer and have people stay in this building longer than you have to. That, you, I don't know. It I don't even know why this show is happening. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe
0: we could even start there before getting to the rest of the card. Wh because currently in Japan we are going through the midst of, of course, a terrible, terrible pandemic with. As of July 21st, 1,832 new cases of COVID-19 reported, which is a six-month high. Tokyo is under its fourth state of emergency that runs until August 22nd, uh, directly taking place in the midst of the Olympics, which start, of course, tomorrow and then end on August 8th. So the, the Olympics will start and, and in the midst of a state of emergency. And as of now, 23% are fully vaccinated in Japan. What is the latest WH that you have been hearing as far as, you know, COVID-19 in Japan?
1: Like, it's a mess. In Tokyo, it's a mess. Like, you know, if I was still in Numazu, right, I wouldn't worry so much about it, to be honest with you, because, like, the numbers in Numazu are always, like, pretty low. and Shizoka, it, it, as a prefecture, we're, weren't so bad. But, like, I, I was never going to go to Tokyo. Never. Until, like, this thing was halted. And I said hey, no vaccine, no WH, I, I would not be vaccinated. Like I'm vaccinated now. I'm fully vaccinated. Like it kicked in. I, it's been more than two weeks since I got my second shot. So I'm good to go. You know, still wearing a mask, still following protocols, still being smart about things, but I, I'm, I'm good to go, right? I would not be like even close to my first shot if I was still there, okay? That's bullshit, what what is the process of
0: like getting vaccinated? And what is the holdup, you would say? Is it the attitude or is it the, the the infrastructure? What's going on?
1: The the infrastructure, the the lack of having enough vaccines to start because like they they wanted the Japanese government wanted a Japanese pharmaceutical to, to develop their own vaccine so they could make money off of it, you know, like keep it in-house, so to speak. And then like there's this weird attitude towards vaccines. In, in Japan because of, you know, past instances with involving scandals and the such. Um, and then, yeah, right now I think it's the infrastructure. I, I, you know, most people I know who I still speak to in Japan aren't, aren't vaccinated and don't see, you know, both Japanese and, and foreigners and don't see, you know, any kind of clear cut scheduled for when they're going to get vaccinated. Most people tell me, oh, maybe by maybe by October I'll get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's crazy. That, in, you know
0: in your opinion is it, is it uh, does it have anything to do with maybe hesitation regarding the vaccine
1: yeah i i was pointed towards a thread on on twitter which like collated like the like all these twitter comments from japanese people who are like talking about oh my co- my company wants me to get vaccinated is that power harassment is that them overstepping their reach and i'm like hey my company offered to pay for my vaccine or, you know, I would be like, Hey, I like, here's the other thing. I don't know if it's free or not. Cause like, if you wanted to get tested, it was like $300 Canadian to get tested mm-hmm. Yeah, over there. Tested. Yeah. It was crazy. I don't think the vaccine is going to cost anything because I don't think the Japanese government is that stupid. I mean, they're pretty stupid, but they're not that stupid where they're going to charge people and put even more of a barrier up against people wanting to get vaccinated but i mean coming back to to this idea like the olympics i think they they already caught people you know they already tested people coming into the country and they already got people testing positive for covid so you 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 add that whole whole mess and then probably a lot of these athletes are we're hoping to like you know explore tokyo and, and japan is like and they're probably just been told stay stay in the village that we built for you And, and there, I I think you're going to see instances where people are going to be sneaking out, you know, going to like, you know, Hey, maybe it's their only chance to ever come to Japan. Who knows? (laughs) Yeah. How are you going
0: to be in Japan and not at least try to sneak out for a bowl of ramen? Like for sure, there's some, there are people going to try to sneak out the Olympic village, but I mean, they, you know, like the people associated with the Olympics are assuring that there's no way that any of these people will be able to leave. So, I mean, um, we shall see about that. Honestly, but uh, in the midst of all this, Tokyo, uh, New Japan is holding the Russell Grand Slam inside the Tokyo Tokyo Dome this Sunday on New Japan World. And as of now, WH to add to the craziness that is the Tokyo, uh, uh, I guess, uh, scene this time the the Tokyo pandemic um, and New Japan specifically. We do not have confirmation. Of the main event occurring. Between Kota Ibushi and Shingo Takagi. As of course this past week. Uh, Kota Ibushi was announced. To have been diagnosed. With aspiration pneumonia. He was taken off. The uh, three New Japan shows. Following the announcement. With his appearance. At the main event for the Tokyo Dome. To be determined. What
1: was your reaction to this news. WH and what do you think should happen. I, I was just like. I felt so bad for Kodobushi. I don't care about the company. I feel so bad for Kodobushi because this guy has like been snake bitten with health problems this this entire year, you know? And I just thought then I looked up aspirations pneumonia and I'm like, whoa, this is pretty serious. Like he, he if he, you know, he's pretty healthy looking dude, but like he could develop symptoms where he's like, going on a respirator and and things like that. Uh, I don't know, like, it depends like when he got this, when he was diagnosed and when he started treatment, because it's like a, it's like a cocktail of like antibiotics that one has to take and maybe get supportive, um, help as well. Like, that means like going to the hospital and getting put on like, you know, machines maybe to help you breathe and stuff like that. If I don't know if it's that serious, they, they're not saying obviously, but if, if he's even mildly sick, I would not put him in this match. I would even if he wants to do it. I'd say no, you can't do it. And what they're going to have to do is come up with a, a makeshift challenger. Like, and I don't know who that would be. I think all the tickets are already probably bought uh, for mm-hmm. this. And the, like, so and you cannot buy them anymore. No, it's cut off sales. Yes, it's cut off sales. So like, anyone who's bought tickets probably going to go. They're not. It's not like I. Well, you can't get. Probably can't get your money back. So they're just going to go. So it doesn't really matter. Well, I mean, there. John
0: John brought up the idea that they they should
1: offer refunds the moment they
0: change that main event. Don't you think that? I mean, isn't there a?
1: I think a they legal? should. Do uh, well, I mean there might be? Yeah, but like if if they don't have to, they won't. Even if it looks bad, because the only have reason you they're running that these sh- before, like a, like a,
0: specifically maybe even a New Japan show that might have changed its main event. I mean, it, this is somewhat unprecedented, especially when it comes to "quote unquote" a Tokyo Dome show.
1: But isn't you know? like almost every every live event, no matter what country, has that caveat card, you know, card subject change or event, you know, like unless it's a a, a concert or something, you know, like the the headliner, like you know, if I went to go, I went to go see Oasis, if like Noel Gallagher, you know, not Oasis, I went Do to go see cattle? Noel Gallagher, if if Noel Gallagher got fucking sick, they're not gonna have the show still because he's the headliner, right? So like there you can okay we're offering refunds to people but like this show still going to go on regardless of Kodobushi is the the challenger and they're still probably going to have a, a world title match so they can say well we're not giving refunds like they can offer but even even with that way i don't think people would take them up i think people want to go out and do mm-hmm. stuff so i think people would go and i think they're probably they're probably intrigued oh who who might be Maybe it's going to be Tanahashi. Maybe it's going to be an outsider. Who knows what their tax is going to be, but they don't have much time. This is like going to be on Sunday, their Sunday, which is like what are their their, Saturday, which is like two, three days from now. That's crazy.
0: Well, no doubt. I would assume that they've already had a backup plan in place before releasing this this uh, press release here for Kodobushi. And so, who do you think are the biggest candidates? You you brought up uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi. He t- currently does not have a match on this card. Um, you know, what are some other names that you could see? Oh God, evil! <laughs> oh man, I would really consider like why why would you go there when you have Tanahashi perfectly in place?
1: I mean, he's the best choice because he had what I considered a five-star match with, with Takagi already, you know, for the never title. So you have that built in story because he beat Takagi for the never title. So it's like, if, if, if Bushi doesn't can't, can't do the match, then, you know, you, you, you insert uh, Tanahashi and it's easy to say, Oh, I beat you before for a title. And I'm going to beat you again for this title, which is my title. You know, like it, it, it writes itself.
0: Other than the main event, what we do know is happening is an IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championship match between Tetsuya, Tetsuya Naito and Sonata, the champions, taking on Zack Sabre Jr. and Tai Chi. We have an IWGP Jr. Heavyweight Championship match between the champion El Desperado taking on Robbie Eagles. We also have Jeff Cobb versus Kazuchika Okada. And an IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team title match between Taiji Ishimori and El the champions, taking on Rocky Romero and Ryusuke Taguchi. So it is as of now one, two, three, four, five, six, a six match show, including the of course the New Japan Rambo for the KOPW Trophy. Uh what else
1: stands out to you on this card? Um the Okada Cobb match. I I think they've had really good chemistry leading up to this match and, you know, Cobb's pretty much on fire. I feel he's one of the more interesting uh, acts going on in new Japan right now. So I I'm very interested in seeing like the, not, not necessarily how the match is going to be, because I think the match will be good. I'm more interested in like how it's going to be booked in terms of like, okay, does Cobb going to keep his momentum. And is he, is Okada going to do the job for him or are they going to start you know, building momentum for Okada to, to eventually make the challenge for the, the title at Wrestle Kingdom, which I think, it, you know, listening to other people, like, I would think that that's his, the, the ultimate goal is to get him the title shot. He's probably going to win the G1 this year, and he's probably going to challenge Takagi. Because I don't, I don't see Takagi losing the belt right now because it would make absolutely no sense. He's actually brought some interest and stability to the company being the champion. I totally agree.
0: And I'm somebody who's really kind of fallen out of New Japan recently. Um, and I look at this card. It's not really attractive at all. Like, all I, f- I feel all these matches are matches that I, I feel like I've seen several times already in the past. Even if I might not have, it just doesn't have that freshness and that excitement attached to them. I mean, we're talking about like Naito and Sonata taking on Zack Sabre Jr. and tai Chi. Like, I'm sure that'll be a great match, but i it just does not. It It's just not fresh. It just doesn't have that kind of special sparkle to it that you might expect for, you know, what, what is ultimately a Tokyo Dome show card. Taiji Ishimori and El versus Rocky Romero and Rusuke Taguchi. I'm sure that'll be a great match. It just doesn't feel like it's a Wrestle yeah, Tokyo Dome worthy show. And and so you know we 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 talk about maybe this card, um, and maybe we move on to maybe the next story here because it was also recently announced that Hiromu Takahashi has been cleared to return after uh, several several months away uh, from a torn pectoral muscle earlier this year. Do you anticipate that he might have a role on this show?
1: Uh, he'll definitely you know, be showing up, whether it's to wrestle or not. Who knows? I I, I don't know if they you know, look clear him for like. You know, this quickly. I, I, I'm assuming when he says he's cleared, he's cleared to like start training again and get back into ring shape. Cause, like, obviously, while he's got a torn pectoral muscle, he's probably not being able to go to the gym or anything like that. So, hmm. you know, so probably he'll but show it, up. It's a desperate time
0: though, WH. Can you see them at least having him join in for maybe a tag match or this Rambo,
1: for instance? Well, we're, if he doesn't have to take a bump or anything, sure. No, but it, like, it's desperate times, but wait, you're not gonna risk like someone. Who's as popular as he is getting injured again and being on the shelf again like i I wouldn't risk it, I'd be like, yeah, just we we like here's the thing. this card is said they've got the money, it doesn't matter he's not it's not needed you know my my only concern and curiosity is it's a six match card, right mm-hmm. and now recently like to to make up for like you know shorter cards, a lot of these matches on new Japan shows go like. Thirty plus minutes. I'm wondering if like the minimum we're gonna see is 20 minutes from the shortest match on this on the show. And what is like the main event gonna be? I I think the main I think the main event is gonna go 35 plus.
0: I think so too. Considering the circumstance, considering the 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 venue, and if that is the case, I mean, I certainly don't want to see Kodobushi. Like if he is. If he might be as, you know, ill or as, as I don't know, fragile as he might be coming off of what sounds to be a rather serious bout of aspiration, pneumonia, a a disease I didn't even know existed. Um, We shall see.
1: The thing is that you have to swallow something to get this. (laughs) (laughs) What? Like you just it's not like you, 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 you get it from like a virus or bacteria. You have to swallow something that causes you to get this type of pneumonia. Okay, it's so like, he ate, he ate something bad. He ate something, or someone like, or something went to his mouth by accident. He swallowed it, <laughs> which so, is kind okay. of Who knows? That could. That's entirely possible. I guarantee you, it might. Maybe it was Caesar. Caesaria. He does like to eat there. I've been told. Yeah, not that I blame <laughs> him. I I kind of miss Caesarea way. You know? <laughs> I like Caesarea too. Yeah. All right. We uh, When we're all back to Japan at same time, let's go back to size area <laughs> Let's go to Saizaria. Unless
0: it comes out that, okay, this is sp- aspiration pneumonia. We'll see how Kota Ibushi does, okay? And then we'll, we'll think see about yeah. Saizaria. Alrighty. Uh, so that is the Tokyo Dome show. And, you know, afterwards, New Japan is not slowing down because they have an insane schedule. They ha- they finish off their Summer Struggle tour with an infinite number of shows taking place at Korakuen Hall. It seems like it's like every week they've got like three they're nuts. shows. They're like, crazy. This is what's going crazy. on here? What's the point of this?
1: They, they're they trying to make up for lost revenue. That's the only explanation that I, I can see. They they think in order to make money, we have to spend money by by all the pay we have to give out to people by all the 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 rental fees we have to pay for these buildings by all the travel costs we have to incur to get from tokyo to yokohama to get to osaka to get to like sapporo and and stuff it's it's nuts but like they're they're what they're doing is just kind of like you know beating a dead dead horse because like even their most ardent hardcore fans only have so much money in their walls that they're going to spend on a fucking ticket to new japan you know, like, let, let's see. Okay. Sunday, August. Okay. Cork and Hall. Let, let's look at this. Okay. Saturday. Where, where does it start here? Okay. And I like how all this stuff is presented by Godzilla versus Kong, the movie Godzilla versus Kong presents Summer Struggle. Yeah. Didn't Summer this Struggle. Movie, this, didn't this movie come out like two months ago? Yeah. No, Japanese release dates sometimes get are like months behind North America. Oh, okay. All right. It then, was no. crazy. Okay. So, July 20, Tuesday, July 27th. Friday, july 30th these are all cork and hall by the way july 31st august 1st august 7th august 8th august 9th is this yeah, like a like, broadway show it, it's, it's crazy it's
0: yeah it, it is a res- residence yeah like in las vegas yeah they're they're, they're doing seven Cork and hall shows in a row row they're they're going to yokohama budokan they're going to N- nagano shizuoka and then they're back in Korakuen and hall for one, two, three, four, five, six, six shows. So we're talking like thirteen and Hall shows. I mean, I, I mean, you look at the schedule, and I have to think that they were banking on these Olympics having spectators, right, to book this many shows in
1: one spot. That that's the thing. Like you have to kind of think that. I think you're right there. Like, oh, we're gonna have all these foreigners who're gonna come in to watch Olympics, and you know when they're not. You know they they're not going to have tickets for every event. Okay, let's put on wrestling shows so they can come see New Japan Pro Wrestling and become and maybe subscribe to New Japan World afterwards. But you know when when life deals you some lemons, way they think they're making lemonade, but they're actually making a big pile of steaming piss. So (laughs) financial (laughs)
0: making a all right uh, financially wh like these shows how can they feasibly make money from these shows? Like, are these operating at a
1: loss? Like, in your opinion, what do you think is happening here financially? I have no access to their financials, but, like, my gut tells me, how can they be making money? Like, how many people... Like, if you're drawing 200, 300 people to your shows, and that's going to dwindle. Like, they've been doing this for, like, the last four months, having these multiple, you know, residencies at Corican Hall, and you see, like... They start, you know, uh, hemorrhaging fans in their attendance rates. But then, you know, like you'll see, you know, uh, Ryuki Pro or whatever fucking sleazy indie draw like double their number. And it's like and then, you know, these companies take a victory lap. But it's like, hey, you didn't you didn't like, you know, like prostitute yourselves out to the point where like your fans can't your customers can't afford to see you anymore. That's the problem. It's like there are there are people who probably want to go to these shows. Wait, I, I I'm, you know, I'm firm in the belief that there's a fair number of fans who want to go to every Cork and Hall show from New Japan on these on these on these tours. But they're just like, well, you know what? Here's the thing. I, I basically still have to just even buy ramen. And ramen costs, costs money too. Even the cheapest cup noodle fucking ramen costs money. And I don't have any more money for ramen. That's when I gotta say, you know what? I'm not going to this show.
0: You're making ramen at home.
1: That even that costs money. You're not eating. You're starving. That's right. So even, <laughs> even the most hardcore Japanese wrestling fans for New Japan for Wrestling want to eat. They like food too, I'm sure. They want us to still be able to go to Lawson's and get that, that great fried chicken there. Not the cork and Hall chicken, which people say is amazing. It's okay. It's not bad. But Lawson's <laughs> is way better. Trust me. Well, in case you miss
0: out on this Tokyo Dome show, in case you miss out on the 13 chances you have to catch New Japan Pro Wrestling at Korakuen Hall, they are putting on two more stadium shows in September. On September 4th and September 5th, a two-night event in Saitama for Wrestle Grand Slam. So, that is coming up. Um, Man... Like what? What can they possibly have in store for Russell them? You have to imagine Hiromu having a big spot on that show.
1: I've been to this place. I was talking about this with John. I saw the G1 Climax Finals here. You know, in the middle of a typhoon. And you know what? September sometimes there's typhoons.
0: <laughs> oh my, wow! So that'll be the attraction, perhaps.
1: It's not easy iPhone. to get their way. It's 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 just from Tokyo alone. It's a pain in the ass. It's like an it's like an hour or so away by train and it's a complicated train it's not fun to get out there if you're not if you're if you're if you're taking a train
0: so uh on that side of the world new japan seems to you know be putting on a lot of shows we shall see how they do and you'll probably find out uh as the weeks ahead but over on this side of the pond new japan seems to be at least catching a bit more buzz because they are about to put on their resurgence show in los angeles the Torch at La Coliseum on August 14th. We don't have a full card yet, but several names are scheduled to be uh, uh, take a place appearing on this. We have at least one match for the Never Open Win Championship. It's Jay White defending against David Finley. We have Alex Coughlin in the Alex Coughlin Open Challenge Series taking on Carl Fredericks. We have... A six-man tag between Rocky Romero, Fred Rosser, Wheeler, Utah, taking on Ren Narita, Clark Connors, and TJP. And also scheduled to appear uh, at the moment is John Moxley, The Good Brothers, Tom Lawler, Shota Umino, and many more. They're also advertising a special dark match at 7.30 that will not be, b- be broadcast. What is your level of interest for the show? And any ideas of what the dark match
1: might be? Yeah, I'm... I'm pretty interested. I do think strong is the best product that new Japan is putting out right now. It's not the best product that Bushi road is talk, talk, you know, putting out right now that we'll talk about later, but uh, from the new Japan brand, I think strong is a, is a consistent good weekly wrestling product. That's an hour. It's easy to watch if they have a consistent roster that shows up almost every week to to put on matches. And it's, and it's not like the greatest roster ever, but it's a solid crew of people that they have that that you know and they build storylines amongst these people and it's it's a fun thing and as far as a dark match it's obviously come on way it's the forbidden door is going to be wide open it's going to be kenny omega versus fucking fallaba from fucking impact <laughs> fallaba wow that's the name you draw <laughs> out of that hat um i kenny just like omega? saying fallaba because like when davy portman <laughs> says fallaba i'm like you know what? That's a fun word to say. That's a fun name to say. Fallabah. Uh,
0: Kenny Omega versus Fallabah match. I uh, I have a sick curiosity again. Maybe they can add handcuffs to it.
1: Listen, um, if this happens, guess what's going to happen, Way? I'm going to take a fucking victory lap on your left all day, every day.
0: You would be more than welcome to. That would be a very deserved victory lap. Uh, I'm I'm certainly curious, and the fact that it's a dark match. I mean, you know, I certainly get my hopes up that it is perhaps somebody from AEW or from another promotion that kind of forbids them from broadcasting that match. Uh, that would certainly be really interesting. I mean, Kenny is... I don't,
1: I don't think know it applies what to Kenny. W- I don't think it applies to Kenny. He's like on Impact TV, so...
0: Well, that is true. But, uh, you know, Moxley, I mean, has appeared on Strong before, so that probably doesn't qualify him. So we shall see. We shall see who this would be. Currently, they have sold... 1800 tickets according to wrestle ticks as of uh this was five days ago so you know that number might be far higher right now but capacity again according to wrestle ticks in that uh venue is 2252 at the moment so uh
1: doing pretty well i would say that show I, they they sold out their premium ringside which are three hundred dollars you know <laughs> and that like P i I'm looking at the the information here. P two. This is like the next level after ringside. Is uh, is two hundred bucks almost gone? The hundred dollars tickets all sold out. The only things that are left are like the eighty dollars, the the sixty dollars. But all the forty the forty dollars ones are almost gone. That's that's the one I would have gotten away.
0: how much buzz do you think like strong is is getting? You know, amongst the wrestling fan base
1: right now. I, I a little. I think the the hardcores the people who will, who will make the time to try to not watch every week, but at least try to catch up every couple of weeks on strong, like it and try to, and try to, you know, talk about it and try to promote it to like other, other wrestling fans that they know, because it's like, Hey, you know, like instead of watching that garbage on Monday night raw, like you, you can, you can watch this pretty good program called, you know, new Japan pro wrestling that exists in America. It's not bad. It's, it's an easy, instead of three hours, it's only an hour. And it's an easy hour to to, to devote to.
0: It's, you know, it, I I feel obviously John Moxley is a huge draw for a show like this. Jay White being on the show is a big draw. And I also feel like they're probably taking advantage of, uh, you know, a fan, a fan base that is really desperate for live events right now. And we're talking about L.A., you know, rather un- underserved market, uh, you know, at, when it comes to live wrestling from other companies right now. So uh, this show is going to do well and um, I'll definitely be watching it. Aside from that, back to Japan and the g one full schedule has been announced with several dates taking place from September eighteenth to august sorry to october twenty first we start off with two nights at osaka at osaka professional gymnasium and then ending at sumo hall in tokyo for a two night event uh any any dates stand out to you to uh, here w h or any venues
1: um uh, unbelievably, they're only doing two dates in uh, Cork and Hall. <laughs> um, no, not really. Three, actually, Three. I, I, I mean, I it, I think it's really telling that they're start. They're usually the middle of the tour of the G1 is in Osaka, um but they're starting it off in Osaka, um probably because they want to get like a hot. You know, like I mean, I don't know how hot you're gonna get with the crowd being clap crowds, but you know, like Osaka is the biggest market for New Japan outside of Tokyo it's where their most most dedicated and most like hardcore fan base exists. Um so I guess they want to kind of reward them by having what is traditionally like, you know, like some of the, the best matches tend to sometimes be at the beginning of the Ju Climax. They're also running Tokyo dry, like the month before. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's 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 interesting though. Like I'm looking at the schedule. So they start eighteenth and nineteenth in Osaka and then they go back to Tokyo, which is I don't know if you've done this trip on the Shinkansen, you know, way like from Tokyo to Osaka, it's about six hours, you know, like <laughs> not like direct. A, no. Yeah. So, far. and then they're going to go back to Kansai to Kobe for yeah, one show. Wow, Weird. Uh, and then they're going to come back to Tokyo, back to Cork and hall for two nights. And then they're going to go to Hamamatsu, which from Tokyo. And I assume this is all going to be on the Shinkansen, the bullet train, because like taking the bus there, It is just like that's tough on your on your crew on the wrestlers traveling that way but then they're going to go to hamatsu which is like the western end of shizuoka so from numazu so it's an hour tokyo to to numazu by by shinkansen it's an hour so from from like numazu to um to hamatsu station it's it's like three almost three hours it's easier For me to go to Tokyo than it is to Hamatsu. So then add another hour or so from Tokyo. So it's like a four hour bullet train ride, (laughs) three to four hour bullet train ride from Tokyo to to Hamatsu for one day. And then they're going to go to Nagoya. They're going to go to Aichi Perfectural Gymnasium. And then they're going to crack to Tokyo. It's just going back and forth way it's
0: crazy so I mean you know they'll likely do the same thing as last year well they'll split the crews and not every crew is going to have to do every day right you know no, that would have... make sense yeah yeah and so maybe some of these will be a bit more direct but nonetheless like they're doing double dates in Tokyo like in between several of these dates so uh, these crews are, are presumably most most of them will have to go back and forth uh, of this very, very weird schedule um but yeah we we shall see it seems like it's a whole lot of travel
1: up ahead for this for this crew. I will say this though, you know like i I like the idea that the G1 is in the fall i I think <laughs> it's so much better to do that, and like if they continue doing this and they and they're going to have like the finals happen in late October, you know what forget you you and John have already done russell Kingdom let, future trip to Tokyo or to Japan let us do. The G one climax, if it's in the fall,
0: you know that would be wonderful. I would be totally down for that. You know, you know me. Any excuse to, to go to Japan, I'm I'm happy to. Um, if John Paula can number one fix the water heater situation, and if he can happen to get that time off from from the family, then you know he he's in a different situation than than I am, of course. So w- I would love to make that trip again. As, and as will sure and of...
1: will I will join you and and Pauline on on the food tour as well as Ooh. much as possible. Uh, I, I know she'd be down. Absolutely. Okay, here's the thing I will I will throw in to entice you, Wei and Pauline, is we're going to make a side trip to Namazu, and I'm going to call up my friends in Namazu, and I'm going to say, hey, I'm bringing some friends. Let's have an authentic Japanese barbecue. <laughs> so like, down for that. Okay, yeah, like not at a line. restaurant. We're going to get our own grill set up. We're going to buy all the meat and vegetables. We're going to have yakisoba to finish everything off like Ooh. sweet tofu like sweetened tofu for dessert it, the whole shebang that's what i'm going to offer as an incentive
0: and we'll we'll podcast about it afterwards yes you know, special edition of Post Pro Res. <laughs> a food review that's the one thing you're missing you've got the marvel thing down you've got the the japanese wrestling down i think we need a food podcast from you is that
1: what's they call, what do they call it mukbang
0: we need a mukbang from WH, Wait, yes.
1: I, and you, you like food too?
0: I'm a huge food fan, but I don't, I don't know if I, I, I can talk about it the way, the way you might. But uh, that's a, that's for a different time. So that really is uh, uh, the new Japan situation for the month. And let's move on here to all Japan pro wrestling. And this is where WH. I'm really just going to let the flo- uh, give the floor to you to kind of discuss because today WH, did you know that Jake Lee made his first defense? Against Shotaro Ashino in front of seven hundred and nine fans at Korakuen Hall, did you? Did you I know?
1: Did, I, I did that. I didn't. I haven't watched the show yet, but I did know that 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 happened. And uh, yeah, just talking about Jake, I I glad he kept the title. Like I'm a huge fan, by the way. it's Shotaro Ashino, uh, you got to put the accents and the stress right on the the certain syllables there, but that's either here or there. But um. <laughs> you know the, here, here's the, and the, by the way this this goes for some of the some of the people like who I listen to on podcasts pronouncing japanese names you're you're putting the the accent on the wrong part of the name you know anyways uh they they had noted <laughs> I, i'll give you guys like you know i had to correct braden about hideki suzuki you know i say it's not it's hideki not hideki he was like, "Oh, thank you." I'm like, "You're welcome." Anyway, well,
0: well, I mean, did you know it's wating and not
1: waiting? Hey, listen. You when I met you, you said, "Hey, I'm Wei. you're WH." I mean, this as a Grady's. So I you not say your name was Hua. Listen, don't try to cover for that knobhead you know no he said it right that's the that's the all that's right. the
0: traditional pronunciation
1: he's not going to come and cut your throat if if you if you out him <laughs> as being a, a knobhead. okay if don't worry Nick about H it
0: Nick age wants to pronounce it that way that's the new way to pronounce it from <laughs> oh, now on.
1: oh my god <laughs> anyways yes uh 700 that's here's the most important thing about that about what you just said way 709 fans came and paid money to see this show at Corken Hall because all Japan does not endlessly run shows there and and like, you know, you know, try to drain their their fans of all the money in their pockets in Tokyo. And that's and that's a good thing. I actually saw the results of this show. I'm gonna watch it. I'm very interested in I think Ashino and Lee have great chemistry with one another. I haven't heard about how good it was. So, but I'm I'm excited to watch it. But also Francesco Kira, who just won the junior title at the last big show away. He lost the title to Suki, who's an outsider. And I'm just like, why? Well, here's the thing. Suki, he's a freelancer. He's not going to suffer too many losses. I'm sure it was probably like, hey, if you want me to be more in your shows, I want to get the title. And, you know, that's too bad because I think Francesco Acura is a great you know, representative of the company. And I think he's done wonders during his time during the pandemic, living in Japan. So hopefully he'll get another t- shot of the title. Hopefully, he'll get the title back in the future. But overall, this this looks like a really, really fun card, and I can't wait to watch it sometime probably this weekend.
0: Okay. If you want to find out other results, we do have all of that at postwrestling.com from John Pollock's update earlier today. Uh, over to Noah... We have Naomichi Mirafuji taking on Kazushi Sakuraba on August the 1st. Daisuke Harada and Hajime Ohara taking on Yuya Susumu and Seiki Yoshioka for the GHC Junior Heavyweight Tag Titles. This will be live on Fight TV with English Commentary. Any thoughts on this, WH?
1: Well, we also, they just announced that two of my favorite wrestlers, Yohei and Hayata, formerly the Rattels, they were all in the Rattels together, you know, everyone knows how much I love the Rattles are going to have a GHC junior heavyweight title match. Uh, that was just uh, decided like earlier today. And also, get this Kaido Kiyomiya and who who's his partner? I, I got to look this up. Uh, Kaido Kiyomiya and a partner are going to take on the amazing team of Keiji Muto and his biggest fan, the Booker of Wrestling Noah, No guy. And people want to know why did. Why did a guy in his sixties with with no knees win the heavyweight title in Pro Wrestling Noah? Well, that's because his biggest mark, No is the Booker of Pro Wrestling Noah. So I am excited to see No live out his his biggest dream, and that's a team with his hero Keiji Muto. And I am sure a match with Keiji Muto is going to win.
0: Is this you know a, a more appropriate spot for Keiji
1: Muto to you? Yes, <laughs> it's where you it's where you put a guy with no knees is like not in your, your title scene, but with within the confines of a special attraction match where he doesn't have to, especially tag match where he doesn't have to like do anything. He, he was talking about, he did the moonsault recently, right? A couple of months ago in one of his title defenses. And he said his doctor was angry with him because he says you almost like destroyed not only your knees, but your hips. And you would be crippled for life it, If that happens, so don't ever do it again. And so he says, "I'm re, I'm re-retiring the moonsault, which is something he should have retired 22 years ago." But that's neither here nor there. Do you think that's the last moonsault he's ever done? No, because
0: he's a wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um. Also, before that, on August, on July the 28th, we have the Congo Mystery Show that'll also feature. English commentary on Russell Universe. What is the Congo Mystery Show? WH?
1: Well, well, Congo is the the faction of all all the guys wear red, and it's led by Keno, um, Mr. Angry himself, as I like to call him. And and it's it's a it's what they call a pro, a produce a produce show way. Like you know, certain people will have you know, I'm going to put together a show. I'm going to be the producer, and sometimes a unit, a faction will have. Uh, a produce show. And this is the Congo produce show. It's a mystery show. All the matches will be announced on, on the day of, and I think they did this gimmick before, but you know, it's whatever. I, I'm I'm sure they'll have some variation of Masakidamiya versus katsuhika and Nakajima on this show, uh, probably in a tag match or something. And yeah, I mean, it, it, whatever. I mean, it, it's, it's going to be on wrestling universe. If you have a subscription, you don't have to pay anything to, to watch it. There you go.
0: When you say they're producing the show,
1: you mean like okay, in storyline they are do- making the matches. Is that yes? It? In storyline they're making the matches, and and in some cases it's a legit like the person who's listed as the producer of the show. Is, let's say it's it's Keno. Keno will, will would sometimes I don't know if it's if he's doing it in this case. We'll book the matches. We'll book the you know like oh mm. I'm gonna face this guy and Nakajima is gonna face this guy and these two guys are going to face these two guys in a tag team match, you know? So sometimes it's a legit, it's a shoot produce show, but sometimes they're just attaching their names to it. If it's an independent show, it's usually the, the, the person putting on the show under whose name it's being produced under is actually the booker of the show.
0: And and to you, like in your experience, the results haven't been all that
1: great. Uh, no, a lot of them just like dandy shows and they can be fun. Like it, it really depends. It's like, but who are you going to get to? You know, like this is all within Noah, so like you can do whatever you want. You can book it however you like. Um, but like you know, like if you're gonna, if you, I'm I'm gonna put on a produce show. I'm a low level, you know, I'm a mid level indie talent who doesn't work for New Japan or Big Japan or or All Japan or whatever. Okay, I'm gonna hire to be to be my opponent in the main event. I'm gonna hire, you know, I'm gonna ask DDT to send me, you know, Takshita to, to be my opponent. Well, hey, can I go over Takashita? No, because he's one of our fucking aces. You cannot go over him. Oh, all right. Well, I'm going to hire somebody else who will let me go over them. You know what I mean? So things right. shit like that happens, So okay.
0: Well, I mean, as an idea, I think I it sounds interesting to me. You know, the fact that John even put it in this rundown here suggests that it's it's garnered a, a certain level of buzz. And so I hate to bring it back to New Japan, but I look at this kind of litany of like these endless Korakuen Hall shows that have no identity whatsoever why not do a bullet club night you know why not do an lij produce show where they book all the matches and then you know maybe bring some other people from other promotions like where's the creativity there in 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 some of these other promotions
1: oh there's no creativity like as far as like how new japan books their schedule but yeah no it's it's i think it's just a fun little one-off thing that they, they sometimes do and it doesn't hurt the company. It's all in-house, as it were, within NOAA. So, sure, why not?
0: Over to Stardom. And we are on the verge of the Stardom 5-Star Grand Prix. And WH Park, you have released a wonderful little primer up at postwrestling.com. If you just go to search, go to the search tab and type Stardom, or if you simply look for WH Park, you'll find all of his articles at the website right now. But you give us a great little recap of who is In this tournament, uh, what the matches are, and really look what what to look forward to. So uh, please uh, take the floor, WH, and maybe tell us a little bit about the Five Star Grand Prix.
1: Yeah, so you know, Stardom has two tournaments in on a schedule, uh, two singles tournaments on a schedule. You know, every year, one is the Cinderella tournament, which we just wrapped up, and usually that's a, a one night, you know, single elimination tournament but they this year they decided to like have it over you know like i think four days this year when they called the fine the semifinals and the and the finals culminated at their last big show i think yokohama Bud- budokan and so this year is and i you know the prime reason why i wrote this primer was because i really feel that this is going to be a special five-star grand prix and the five-star grand prix is the the stardom equivalent to like Japan's G One climax to all Japan's Champion Carnival. Um, it's it's where I think they're really going to push that idea, that kind of like that kind of similarity to the you know how the G One captures a lot of fans' attention. And it's, really, it was the G One that was you know that was first broadcast in in English. It's really the G One that really I think captured a lot of you know Western fans' interest in the overall product of New Japan Pro Wrestling. And so I think, you know, Stardom is going to probably try to do that with this year's five-star Grand Prix. And, and it's, it's, I'm very, very excited about it. It's going to draw, I'm just looking at my own article here. Uh, there It's going to start the, Oh, soon, like July 31st, it's going to start from, you know, um, Yokohama Budokan, which is a great building. I'm so sad. I never got to go to this building because it just recently opened up way. And that's something like, if we go back to you know to Japan for wrestling, we should go to try to get, see a show here. Um, but like it's divided into two blocks: the Red Stars and the Blue Stars. And I think each block has a, a multitude of intriguing matchups. And I, I looked at like the top five um, in each block that I was looking forward to. Uh, it might be different for other people, but and that's fine. But even beyond those five, like I, I could I could probably name like at least you know, seven or eight even in each block of matches. Like, oh my God, I can't, I want to see that. Like there might be blocks. Each block might have at least one person. Like I want to see every match that they have in this block because all the matches look, sound like they're going to be good. And
0: who are some of the per- standout participants people should keep their eye on?
1: Okay, so in Red Stars, we have Julia. We have Mayu Iwatani, Momo Watanabe, um, Starlight Kid. So Starlight Kid forever has been like, a baby face right and she's been like oh she's gonna be one of our top liners in like five years time she just recently turned heel and she's always been aligned as you know with Mayu Itani and like recently she she she's joined Oedo Tai she was forced to join Oedo Tai but now she's embraced being a heel and she's told Mayu I'm gonna so so Mayu actually won a five-person gauntlet match inexplicably she beat every member Every other member of Koweto and she she could take Kid back, and she said, "Come on, back to Stars. That's her unit." And Starlight Kid said, "No, I'm going to surpass you. I, you're a you're a shit leader. Like you know, uh, Natsu is a way better leader than you. And she's going to teach me how to be your rival and beat you in the future and become this ace of this company. So I'm really intrigued." about they're going to have a match in this, in this tournament way. And I'm really mm-hmm. excited about that. Uh Himeka who, who's like a a powerhouse, you know, type of wrestler. I'm interested. I've like her work. Um, Natsupoi. She's the current high speed champion. She's a great wrestler. Um And yeah, like those are the standouts for, for me in, in the red stars, blue stars is just unbelievable. First of all, you got the current world of stardom champion, Utami Haishishida. You have Shuri, the, you know, the, the one half of the the the, the goddesses tag team champions with Julia, and she's also the SWA undisputed World Women's Champion, which a, a belt I hate because it makes absolutely no sense to have this belt in Stardom. The only you know the only reason they have this belt, I think, was to to give it to like somebody. I think it was to Tony Storm to to keep her around because oh, you know what, Tony Storm was gonna be our, our another world champion that we have but not the, the red belt champion, though she did end up winning the red belt. But anyways, so you got Shiri, you got Itami. You also have Tom Nakano. She's the current Wonder Starting champion. Uh, then you have Saya Kamatani. She won the Cinderella tournament. You have Micah, who's a, a great wrestler, who's in uh, Donna Del Mundo with uh, Shiri, Julia, and Himeka. Uh, Azumi, she's, she's like, you know, wait, Azumi is 18 years old. She's a seven-year veteran. Think about that. And she's one of the best wrestlers on this roster. So, that,
0: so she's even younger than Julie Hart. Who I don't know if you know who Julie Hart is, WH, but like, she's the person in AEW that like, John and I will use as basically like our, our way to denote time like you know history might use uh b before christ and and ad we use like before julie hart and after julia hart cuz julie hart is like something ridiculous like 20 or something like that and she's already like doing as much as she is maybe we should use before azm instead cuz as at 18 years old and being a 7 year veteran uh that's really insane and i've seen
1: her live she's f- tremendous yeah and she's just gotten better <laughs> over the over the time that since we got to see her last in person uh konami Love Konami, just an amazing like you know striker and and you know ground wrestler and 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 submission wrestler. Like she has ties with Shuri, right? So you know you know Konami's story. So she was trained by Asuka, WWE's Asuka, right? Mm -hmm. When she was Kana in Japan, and then you know Kana said, "You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go to I'm gonna WWE. I'm gonna America. Konami, you're living with me? Yeah, you're gonna have to get your own place now." And so at the same time she's also like you know affiliated with Shuri cuz like they're all wrestling on the same shows as as freelancers and stuff like that. So she has a relationship with 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 Shuri that goes back and they had a match earlier this year which was okay. I was a little disappointed with it but like they're in the same block. I'm so excited. I I hope this I I think with the stakes of the 5-star Grand Prix on on the line here way like Konami and Shuri should have a banger of a match. I'm looking forward to that. It's one of the ones like that's really high on my list. And then, um, yeah, but the, the big name is uh, Takumi Iroha. And she's the, the X that was announced at the beginning of when they announced the, the participants of, of the five-star Grand Prix. She's from the promotion called Marvelous. She used to be in stardom and then she left to join Chikisa, Chikisa Nagayo in Marvelous. And I don't know if there was this really fun, uh, press conference that stardom had to talk about the five star grand prix and Saya Kamatani. They the the reporters are asked her who who are you looking forward to facing? She's like listing off oh I'm I'm excited to face Mayu Iwatani. I'm excited to face, you know, like uh I you know she's like I'm excited to face Utami, her tag team partner, Shuri, Tam Nakano, and Takumi Aroha. But the thing was, way, Takumi Aroha was not revealed to be in this tournament at that Ooh. time. So Uh-oh, she spoiler. she outed it. And then you can see all the other Stardom wrestlers on stage start laughing because they're like, "Oh, <laughs> you fucked up! You just revealed <laughs> the big secret." And she's then she's like, and because like, and then she's because she's she's saying this while Shuri is talking to her, like she's kind of doing a promo on her. And then and then Shuri just starts laughing. And then Julia's <laughs> in the background, she starts laughing. They're all like, "Oh!" And then Saya Kamitani, this is a great video on on YouTube. You can go to Stardom's. YouTube channel and find this she's she's just you know she gets down on her on her hands and knees and starts begging for forgiveness oh <laughs> uh, go and they're just laughing at her it's so funny anyways to Takumi Roth hard-hitting you know really excellent wrestler she's the ace of marvelous I'm very very excited to, to see her go up against pretty much everyone in her block and it's interesting because she is you know, from another company, she's the ace of Marvelous. Like politically, she can't eat too many losses. So it's going to be interesting to see who she gets wins over and how many she gets over, and like who gets to pin her actually as well. I got to think that you know what I would do is I would have her beat Utami because then you can set up an automatic you know title match afterwards.
0: That sounds fascinating. You really got me hyped, especially for Takumi Roha here. Of course, you know the big match that I think everybody is looking forward to is the rematch between Utami Hayashishita Sh- Hayashi and Shuri, which is definitely going to be taking place as part of this Blue Stars block. Um, any expectations for that? Wh? What are your expectations
1: for that particular match? Yes. Um, I I mean the thing with you know stardom recently is that they seem to be you know very enamored with time limit draws. So, and every every match is uh. You know they're one fall, and every match besides the finals will have has a twenty minute time limit, which I I love. I I'm I'm glad we're not going to possibly get anything more than twenty minutes for each match. Mm, yeah. Um, and so like I can see this going to you know a time limit draw because I think the real money match is something that they're going to be advertising at least a month in advance. I think they could probably run, you know, uh, Nippon Budokan with this and, and you know which is where they had their 10th anniversary show um I think you can draw a lot of money with this and if you save it for after you know a fair number of people are vaccinated and you can you can you can open up the you know the capacity in buildings then yeah it it makes no sense to just give it away like this it, you know it, it makes no sense to have a clear-cut winner is what I'm trying to say like mm-hmm. I think they should go to another to another draw. And then I would, you could just build upon the foundation of their, their last title match. This, if it's a draw for the five star, and then you build up to their, to a proper, you know, re- singles rematch for the title in a bigger building.
0: Are there any other matches that you wanted to put specific focus on?
1: So just going to say for, for red Block Julia versus Mayu, Mayu versus starlight kid. Mayu versus Momo. So you can see like Mayu Iwatani is like kind of my, you know, MVP for this block. Uh, uh, Momo Watanabe versus Starlight Kid and Starlight Kid versus Natsupoi, Cause they, they have excellent chemistry uh, being like really, you know, high flying, you know, s- high speed wrestlers uh, in blue block. Uh, Utami versus Shuri, obviously Shuri versus Konami, as I said before, Konami versus Micah, Utami versus Takumi Roja and uh, Shuri versus, um, no, sorry, and it- Takumi versus Shuri, I think, are just like going to be absolute bangers, and I'm I'm so excited. What I'm most excited about is like I one of the reasons I wrote this primer way because I want people to try to get to read this, and hopefully, my enthusiasm for for the tournament translates, and people will want to check out this because I think if you give startup a chance, I think it's the best company out right now. It's my favorite company right now because it is such a consistently well booked promotion um and it, and that's so hard to find in any company in japan like consistently up and down the card but i feel stardom is one of those companies that is from start to finish from the from the opening match to the main event is it's an easy watch and it because it makes everything makes sense
0: and remind people where they can find it how they can sign up to Stardom world
1: yeah just go to yes just type in Stardom world and they you can sign up and you just use machine translations of, you know, Google, whatever. And it's, it's really easy to just sign up with your credit card and Hey, you know what, if you, you sign up for the month. If you don't like it. You can cancel it. But so, I, so none, I say, So none of these matches are going to be on fight. I, they haven't announced anything. I think they're kind of keeping that information close to the best. I, I, I would imagine maybe, maybe they're, Gonna see like how many people subscribe at first, mm. but I gotta I gotta think like the finals have got to be something that they're gonna put on pay per view, mm. you know, with yeah. with with English commentary. Like one thing I do hope, like, and you know, that they do, and you know, is like get the English commentary like for every card, mm-hmm. you know, even if it's posts, right? Even if it, everything's on World of Stardom on, on Stardom World. And like, none of that's, they don't have a, the capability of live streaming yet. I think that's gotta be something that they're gonna, they're gonna, you know, you know, explore as an option on their, on their Stardom World Service. But, you know, they got it, they can do they can do everything post-production. So why not get, you know, uh, Sunny, Sunny and, uh, you know, um, Stuart Fulton, who's, who does the NOAA English commentary as well, why not get them to do your post-production for every show put up on star and world, even if it takes a makes it the you know the show a little bit later, okay, if you have that English commentary, I think that's such a that's such an investment and and such a boon to expanding your fandom among the the western English speaking audience
0: coming off of that momentum, and I speak as a completely you know casual fan i mean English commentary is such a big barrier of entry that uh, this is a huge opportunity for them to, you know, be able to capitalize on some of the buzz that Stardom is is experiencing right now. And I really feel like English commentary is uh, something that they should definitely invest in. And couple that with, you know, great coverage from people such as yourself, WH. So again, if you guys want to check out that primer, go to postwrestling.com and in the search field, just type in Stardom 5 Star Grand Prix Primer or simply WH Park and you should find it yourself there. Last thing we want to get to on this show, Dragon Gate. Masato Yoshino's retirement is taking place on August 1st in Kobe after a two-night festival. What are your thoughts on this, WH?
1: Yeah, it's, um, you know, Masato Yoshino suffered a, an injury um, back in, I think, 2017, and he's been dealing with the lingering effects of that. And he decided, you know, like he's going to retire, and it's going to happen at the Kobe, um, you know, pro wrestling festival. This year it's it's usually one; it's one day event. This year it's a it's a two day event, and the the last night on August August first is going to be his his retirement ceremony. So I I do have the the card uh, in front of me. I'm just going to run through each each of the cards. So on the first night, which is on uh, July 31st, and these are both going to be happening at Hyogo. Kobe world uh, hall. Um, You got to understand like Kobe world festival, the wrestling festival is every July is like their version of WrestleMania. It's their version of Wrestle kingdom. So this is like, uh, it's like they're following this trend of like having their, their biggest event of the year. Fall over like multiple days here. So on July 31st, uh, there's a pre-show match. The six-man tag team match is Kinichiro Arai, Yasushi Kanda, and, and Kunis taking on Super Shiza, uh, Kono Mama, Ichikawa, and Sachiko Boy. These are all like veterans of Dragon Gate. So if like you've been watching for a long time, which, which I have on and off, like the, all these names are familiar with you, f- to, to you. Uh, six-man tag team match, Masaki Muchizuki, Don Fuji, and Ryo Saito will take on BB Hulk, Kai, and Hio, uh, Eight-man tag team match, Takashi Yoshida, Yosuke Santa Maria, and Natural Vibes uh, will take on Gamma, Ben Gay, Mondai Ryu, and Punch Tomonaga. Uh, special singles match, Kota Minora versus Eita, and Open the Triangle Gate Championship match, that's their their trio's title. The, the faction of Masquerade, uh, represented by Dragon Dia, Jason Lee, and La Estrella will take on and they're the champions, they're the triangle gate champions. They'll take on the challengers of Red Red SB Kento Diamante and Dia Inferno and open the Brave Gate Championship match. That's kind of like their secondary singles title. Uh, Keisuke Okuda is the current Brave Gate champion. He will take on the challenger of uh, veteran Genki Horiguchi. Uh, 10 man tag teams match. This is the Speed Star. That's uh, Star is. Yoshino's nickname, a final countdown in Kobe. This is part of his retirement ceremony. Uh Masada Yoshino, Shuji Kondo, Toru Awashi, Brother Yashi and Takuya Suga- uh, Sugawara. These were all members of um you know Yoshino's first uh faction, unit in, in in the old Toriyaman. That was the Italian Connection, which was led by Milano Collection AT. Uh we'll take on Ultimo Dragon, Naruki Doi and uh the 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 unit high end of Yamato Dragon Kid and Kaga this is his second last match and finally there's going to be the uh, no two more matches open the twin gate championship match RED the champions Kaido Ishida and Kazuma Sakamoto will take on the challengers natural vibes Susumu Yokozuka and King Shimizu and finally for the first night open the dream gate championship match Shun Skywalker the current champion will take on the challenger of KZ and I'm going to say this I haven't been watching too closely but if KZ does not win this then I will riot because I think KZ deserves to be the Dreamgate Championship. And and finally, wait, last, you know, August 1st, again, Yogo, Kobe World Hall, uh, speed star final, open the Bravegate Championship. Uh, the winner from the previous night will take on Kekatora. The another open the Driangle Gate Championship match. The winners from the previous night will take on Brother Yashi, Shujitango, and Toru Awashi. Uh, open the Twin Gate Championship match. The winners from the night before will take on the team of high end of Dragon Kid and Ben K. And finally, Another open the Dream Gate Championship match. The winners, the winner, whoever comes out of that KZ Shin Skywalker match, will take on the challenger of Yamato. So there's going to be every major title will be defended twice over these these two days. How long is that show? Like how long? Okay, it, like, so how
0: many matches that you just so, <laughs> announced right there. Yeah,
1: like first night <laughs> is like I don't know, like eight or ten. It's going to be a long show. But the thing is, the next night. It's one, two, three, four, and they're all championship matches because I I'm gonna assume you know that it's it's gonna be like the the longest retirement ceremony ever. It's gonna be very very emotional because Yoshino, you gotta understand, he's he came from he came from you know like from Toriyaman, and then when Toriyaman became Dragon Gate, he was one of the original roster members of Dragon Gate. He's been such a big part of Dragon Gate, like a, he's made himself like. A legendary tag team with naruki doi as speed muscle he's been multiple times you know the the brave gate champion he's been you know multiple times the 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 dream gate champion so it's like you know a legend is is retiring not necessarily i'm sure on his on like under his ideal circumstances because he has this lingering injury but it's you know i'm glad like that he's he thinking about his health more than his career. So and I'm sure he's got some position waiting for him in, in the Dragon Gate office. So like I I'm excited to watch this eventually um because like I I I think Yoshino has been one of the best wrestlers in the last 20 years.
0: And how can people watch it if they wanted to?
1: Uh you can watch it on uh their their uh, streaming service, uh Dragon Gate uh, TV. Uh I forget the exact name of it, but if you type in Dragon Gate, you know, you know, you can find their, their streaming service. And I think it's available on there as well with English commentary, usually Jay, who was the, who ran the uh, Dragon Gate fan site for such a long time and did a lot of translations. He lives in Japan now and he, and rightfully so, he's gotten the gig and he's really good at commentary for being like, with having little to no training at it. He's really good. Um, He's, so every show, like you get English commentary, from dragon gate. So that's a big boon. And and there's no better person to talk about dragon gate to, to, you know, Western listeners than, than Jay.
0: Mm. All right. Well, that wraps it up for my guest appearance here on post pro rest. WH. Thank you so much for having me. When can the people hear from you next?
1: Um, probably next week. I'm going to be recording the long and winding Royal road with, uh, with JP Houlihan of, of the grapple spotlight. A podcast, which I'm I'm going to be a guest on there next Monday. So I, I'm going to be joining Benno, JP, and Gareth over at, over in the UK. uh Not literally, obviously. And, and we're going to I'm going to be talking about a lot of things, uh, including Dynamite this week. wait I'm actually going to watch Dynamite. You know? Are you? Wow. Okay. Uh, apparently, Gra- Grapple got the, the 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 jump on on you and John because you have yet to have me on Rewind to Dynamite, but they're going to have me on Spotlight. And I'm I told JP I'm going to watch Dynamite and give you my hot thoughts about uh, your favorite wrestler, Nick Gage, uh, appearing on that show, and, and among other things. I didn't know it was an option. If I knew it was, you would have been on
0: uh, Rwanda Dynamite a long time ago. But, um, you know, unfortunately, Ken Chan does not have a match tonight, but I'm sure you can comment on his appearance um, on last night's Dynamite. Either way. So The Long winding Royal Road, check it out. And if you want to support the show and the work of WH Park, Get the T-shirt at store.postwrestling.com. It is the hottest item going on right now in the professional wrestling world. Like, okay, forget about like, well, what other shirt is there? Okay, that that's iconic right now. Nothing, Bullet Club. I mean, that's two years <laughs> Done. ago. Done. This is the new Bullet Club shirt, everybody. It's the long and winding Royal road shirt.
1: Wait, like I'm not. I'm gonna reveal the the names of people who've bought the the shirt on on you know on the next long and windy road. But luminaries from the pro from Pro Wrestling Torch, from Grapple, from other podcasting networks are buying this T shirt.
0: Influencers, dare I say it, WH, in the Japanese pro wrestling scene. Uh in, in the in the wrestling podcasting scene in general. So yes, get on the cool train <laughs> at store.postwrestling.com post wrestling dot com with the long and wind windy road Royal Road t shirt. Uh, john pollock will be back here presumably if all is right in his world tomorrow night for rewind of smackdown on the uh, post wrestling cafe which is our patreon and then also it'll be again if john pollock is is john will be back for for both of these shows i, I presume but on sunday he and i will be going through the grand slam the aforementioned tokyo dome show from new japan pro wrestling also on the post wrestling cafe
1: I can't I can't I can't wait to watch that show to be honest with you. I just want to see what it's like. I, I hope it's good. I really, really hope it's good. But I, I'm looking forward to hearing you and John talk about
0: it. I want to see how they use the handcuffs. That's that's <laughs> my my number one curiosity. And uh if you want to hear more of me and WH, uh you have a whole archive of us talking about the MCU. Every single MCU Disney Plus TV show that's out there right now between Loki, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and WandaVision. As well, you, me, and John Pollock, the three of us were on together for MCU later talking about Black Widow. All of that can be found on our Patreon, com. So if you want to hear a bit more of that, go sign up, support the show, and. I'm so used to saying "until next
1: time," <laughs> wh. But uh, I'm sure you'll be back on this, you know, sometime in the near in in the not near future, but, but in the future. Like I, I can see like something else coming up with John. Like, oh, I, I, I got a flat tire. I have to go to the garage. Wait, can you do the show for me?
0: I feel like a flat tire would 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 be okay. So things have to be pretty bad for John to to take the time off. This is but... True, this is true.
1: I think he and I are probably gonna try to go back. Um, to an earlier in the month schedule, maybe. So maybe in a couple of, in a couple of weeks, we'll, we'll me and John will be doing a show for for everyone. Okay. Well,
0: we take them when we can, of course. Here at Post Progress. Um, um, until next time, WH uh, MCU later. <laughs> pro, pro, yeah, doesn't work. No. All right.